Hello? Is someone there? Can you hear me? If you can hear this message, you're listening to Tales from the Mists, a gothic horror D&D series set in Ravenloft. Please send help. I hear them coming. The Mistwalkers. It's me. It's TK, your dungeon master for Tales from the Mists. You can find my writings on tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the tiefling storm sorceress. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter or at lisapenrose.com. Hi, I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vosley, your artificer slash mad scientist. I can be found online at kaylakline.com or on social media at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play Constantina Afshalamov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. You can find all of my work at ashleywarrenwrites.com or on Twitter at Ashley N H Warren. Hey there, demons. It's me, your girl, Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, an occultist warlock with too many secrets. You can find me online at twittysuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. There are others trapped in the mist, too. This episode features special guests Oliver Clegg as Detective Lazarus Viscardi and Silani Bailey as Indra Lull. Find them as at DeathByBadger and at MistressVerse on Twitter, respectively. <sighs> Let's hear what's next for our doomed souls. This is episode 19, Friends in Low Places. Good evening, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. This is not a typical campaign. Uh, We have four anchor members, Lisa, Ashley, Hadil, and Kayla, and then two rotating cast members being Silani and Oliver. Let's talk about another place that we don't want to be. Almost as bad as this pit that all of you have tumbled down into. When you open your eyes... It is dark and damp in here. Who do you think opens their eyes first? I think me. Indra. Indra, have you ever been here? I think once before. Once before. When you stepped into this room, this wet stone that has gentle waves cresting against it, uh, the pebbles that are strewn on the ground, moss, slick with this slime from the styes, thick and stinking with the rot of whatever disgusting creature the styes are nestled inside of. It's not like last time. It was dark last time and humid, but there was at least the flickering remnants of witch lights to light your path. This time, it is resounding darkness and silence, and you are not alone in here. Unlike last time, you have five companions. What would you like to do? What do I, is there any, do I see any movement from like the water? You have dark vision? No reason. I see elf, so I would assume so? Yeah, you should. No. What you see in this room, it's a cavernous room. It stinks of decaying fish and this sea slime, this fat and rancid oil. 
there's nothing in the water that moves, that causes movement. It's a little difficult to see over this film that coats it. But on the walls, there are carvings, complex spirals. It is chalk, tar, and blood. I'm going to... I'm assuming that we're kind of like a sprawled on the ground, so I'm going to kind of come up to my knees very shakily and crawl forward to the edge of the water and just whisper in a very shaky voice, I, I brought them, I brought them to you, Master. And wait for a response or any kind of movement from the water. The water says nothing this time. But... You feel a tremble in the air. You hear what you had thought was stone, but is in fact a hardened cartilage shift and a hall opens to your left. I am going to slowly stand and make my way alone into the hall. Who do you think is the second person to wake? I will say probably Lazarus. Lazarus? It's probably been sort of awake for a while, but just didn't want to get his face out of the mud. He just couldn't quite muster the willpower to to roll over. So he just kind of flops onto his back, looking up into the dark, thinking to himself how he got here, running over the points of his career, where could he could have made other choices... Or, you know, his mother saying to him, you know, behave or be a detective. Those kind of moments <laughs> flashing by. And then he kind of, like, thinks to himself, Spud, and sits up and looks around for the dog. I don't know why, but that sounds peak Lazarus. <laughs> it's just something about you that, that feels like that would be the case. Spud. Now, you suppose Spud stayed conscious the entire time? Or do you suppose... Spud vanished and then reappears as you look for him. I think I think you'd probably just kind of it's very difficult to tell with Spud because he doesn't really do anything ever. So I guess he just kind of um just his eyes kind of go crossed. And he just kind of sits um looking down the ground until someone comes and like prods him. Spud is walking in a circle along the edge of this this slimy, murky water that laps at the mouth of this cavern. Oh, that simply won't do. How can you tell that Spud is distressed? Uh, literally, there's not. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you know, when he leaves, leaving's behind him, they're a different color. You can tell mm-hmm. because he's not eating properly. But it takes a few days okay. for that to come across, so the danger is usually passed by a few days. Spud is not trying to taste this water. Mm-hmm. He eats everything. This is clearly wrong. Um, so that was going to kind of squelch over to where, this, where Spud is. And attempt to kind of scoop him up gingerly at first because of all the muck. And then, oh, well, mm-hmm. I guess I'm covered in muck anyway. Yeah. Much worse. When you try to scoop him up, he scrabbles up your torso to get away. Get away from the water. Give it this look like he hasn't been in worse. <laughs> like, you know, wiping it down a bit, but it's just getting more good on him. <laughs> and then looking around to suddenly, of course, ah, other people were here. Maybe they're not dead. Kind of. <laughs> Lazarus, who do you think is the third person to wake up? 
Oof. Um, I feel like Constantino probably is the next one to wake up for, like, I like not sleep lightly. Constantina. Um, I open my eyes, but I do not have dark vision, so I don't imagine that I am able to see very much. You cannot see almost anything. I just feel, like, slimy. Absolutely. Because you cannot see, you have to rely on your other senses. You smell this acrid, soggy, almost a mucus type uh, film that coats the walls, the floor, the water. You can feel the smooth cartilage beneath you. You can hear the drip of condensation as it collects on the roof of this cavern and slides down the walls. It is humid in here. Oppressive. It weighs on your skin. I um, tried to get to my onto my feet. Are we like, because we like fell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I like tried to scramble to my feet and then I call out for um, Mercy. Mercy! Your voice echoes. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Mm-hmm. Mercy, 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 all the way up. Uh-oh. Vargas? Is anyone here? Vargas, 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 Vargas. So she looked confused. Like she doesn't know. It's like she actually can't see. Do you have Do you have dark vision? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Oh, okay. Peace. Constantina? Yeah, I, I do not have dark vision, and I don't have a weird jackal either. <laughs> so that doesn't so help me. She kind of remembers his manners, um, when she realizes that she clearly can't see, because sometimes forgets that people can't. Um, so he casts a light spell, <laughs> um, kind of blows on it a bit, and it kind of gutters, and then he goes, and he kind of shakes it a bit. Wow. And he casts it on his, um, his police badge, so it glows out to about 10, 20 foot radius, depending on where it's flickering. Very nice. Oh, uh, Lazarus. He buffs it a bit. Hey, are you, are you okay? Where are we? Do you know, is anyone else here? Got the dog, he says. Just, oh. we, should, we should leave. They're probably dead. These, this once again happens a lot. On a, you and I, only survivors. What? No. Oh, I, we should probably check, we shouldn't we? Diligent, I suppose. No, of course, of course, we have to check. But I'm glad that you and Spud are okay. Mercy, Marcus, um, uh, Indra. All right. Who wakes next? Constantina. Um, since I'm calling, uh. First for Mercy, oh, I guess I will also say I also called for Vasily, but since Kayla wasn't here, I felt like it felt silly to call for Vasily, but <laughs> <laughs> that I just, would just like to imply that. Um, uh, I'm going to say Mercy since I'm like actively calling for her. Okay. Constantina, I had the weirdest dreams that I was Ingrid, and then I was a ver monkey, and... Uh, Mercy leaps up and starts like stomping her hoofs and it like makes stuff mm-hmm. splash around and that's worse and then she's gonna see Vargas's body lying on the ground and she's gonna climb on top of it and just stand on top of Vargas <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> what happened you Constantina you Mercy are we I start prestidigitating my dress are we all um near each other okay. yes 
So I'm like, um, <laughs> well, I guess I get there's some light here. So I like, um, I want to go toward uh, Mercy and, um, also Vargas, who's, I guess, face down in this goop <laughs> with Mercy on top of him. But easy stuff. She's just like stomping her little hoofs on Vargas and like shaking them and like whipping her tail around. Vargas. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> it takes you an extra moment to wake. You have a call. Okay. I will remove Mercy from my person and tell her, like, to cast Levitate on herself instead of standing on me. Oh, we haven't rested, Zovargis. I'm so tired. Spells take us so much energy. Can't I just stand on you? Stop moving. I'm going to fall. I hold out my arms to catch Mercy from falling off of... Okay. Mercy just, like, carefully, like, takes her hoof and, like, stretches it out and, like, puts it in your arms and, like, tries to use all of her, like, core strength to just, like, cling onto your body. What? Don't we do, like, a piggyback ride instead? And then I, that way I can, like... I, like, crawl around your body yeah. onto your back. <laughs> You're like an angry cat. Zivargis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Constantina cares about me. Oh, my God. Stop. I'm going to find... I'm going to take a look around. Nobody move anywhere. Don't touch anything. I know you won't touch anything. It's filthy in here. Um, I will pull out my pocket square and I will hand it to Mercy. It is still perfectly clean. I will let her have that and I'm like, I will take a look around and I will see if I can like duck behind a rock or something. While you while you are doing that, Vargas, Mercy Constantina Vasily has not woken up. Um, I want to she did. go over to um, Vasily, and I, I mean, I have Mercy on my back, so I'm going to kind of like nudge her with my foot, but not on like a. I'm just mostly trying to like, Vasily, get up. I'm gonna cast my mage hand and poke her. Is Lazarus's light fallen on Vasily? Um, dimly, it's not kind of at the edges of it, you know. Constantina, it's difficult for you to see, but Mercy, you can see that Vasily's eyes are a filmy white, wide open. That's, that's weird. Her eyes look weird. Do you see that? They're white like mine. So, not weird. They look nice, but different. Yeah. Her eyes are typically full black. Mercy is going to take her mage hand and float it down and kind of like do this with Vasily's eye. Vasily does not respond. Oh my god. Usually Vasily hates when I do that. Do you think she's hurt? Um I don't know. Quick lean down in the muck so I can so I can examine her. Yeah, can I make like a medicine check on Vasily? I'm not I'm not proficient in it, so probably not. I just Yeah, you can make you can make medicine or arcana. Oh, I'll do arcana. Yeah, so I'd like to I'm kinda like um trying to uh kneel down and still keep Mercy like off of no no limb touching the goop. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like lift my hoofs up and like basically go on. Yeah, <laughs> and so like I'm like pretty far um, crouched over, and I like to um, like basically like put my hand on the back of Vasily's forehead, like one does when they're sick, <laughs> when someone's sick, um, and just kind of like start like squeezing her limbs to see if like anything's broken. Uh, let's see, that is a fourteen. A fourteen. She seems unconscious, but. Other than that, 
you're not sure what's happened. Maybe she was knocked out by the by the fall, but it doesn't seem like I mean she's intact and nothing's I don't I'm not seeing any blood, but I can really see in here and everything's kind of goopy. So I don't I don't know. Should I? What should I do? Should I? I could try to cure. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I have anything that would really help revive her. I don't know. Maybe we should take one of the potions off of her, out of her backpack, and feed it to her, and that might fix her. Um, sure. I'm. We can try. Mercy's mage hand starts rifling through Vasily's yeah, stuff. That's what I was going to do too. Um, whilst they're rifling through the stuff, um, Lazarus kind of stomping over in this general direction, having heard this. <laughs> I, I suppose it was a small area, right? So you probably overheard at least part of this conversation um, with the dog. And he's going to plonk Spud on top of Vasily. <laughs> hey, be careful. Um, be careful. It, Do it's, not squish, my friend. It is a very big dog. Um, and cast to take poison and disease through Spud. Um, basically, Spud turns different colours when he detects certain kinds of poison and disease as the way he's <laughs> casting the spell. He's so talented. Detect poison and disease effectively lets him sense the presence of poisonous creatures, diseases, poisons in the area and identifies them if they're there. Um, Is Spud just like a pregnancy test? <laughs> in essence, he does all sorts of things if he sits right. Oh. You have to kind of adjust his haunches, though, because often he just sits on one leg and just ruins it. <laughs> Like that, you like are rubbing this dog around to check for poison. Checking it, oh, well, uh, just in case he turns like purple. Whooshing the dog on fast. Yeah, yellow or for jaundice. <laughs> He's kind of rubbing this dog all over and being like, if it turns red at any point, we've got a real problem. I don't know if I like the, these. Like, do, does all of him turn into a different color, or like, how do we know? Depends on how many diseases there are, I suppose. <laughs> so, what if there are like more than one? Does like, is it like a you know, like an ombre effect? It's really quite attractive. He says in some ways, very jaunty. <laughs> you kind of you can mottled almost, and kind of get rolls spud over a few times. Um, what, what kind of dog is Spud? I've never met a dog who like. Third color is like that. Um, Lateral looks over and it gives you one of his rare smiles. And he says, What happened to your face? Dog. Oh, <laughs> you seem to care so much he for your first bud. How nice. Um, it's unclear yet what spot is turning color, so it takes a while. You have to really shake it and let it sit. You know? Can we give him like a treat or something? That or? does help. You have to really just you have to open it and put it inside, though. Oh! Well, I mean, and then close it, and then masticate it from a few times in case he can't get it. Oh. Is is he an old, old little doggy? <sighs> Size? No, that's no. He's always been. He's always done this. Oh. You just kind of you have to mash it for him in case he. I mean, I tend to mash it before I put it in. It saves the effort of having to manually up and down with the jaws. He kind of briefly opposite the dog, which is doing its cross-eyed thing again. Oh, um. Sure. Can I can I give him a treat? Might as well. Does he really react to anything? He says. Um, I don't know. Oh, I only have chocolate. I don't want to give him. I can't give him chocolate. Um, <laughs> I have a vanilla peppermint. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about the little peppermint? Will that like make a gassy or anything? You wouldn't believe the things this dog has eaten. Uh, Mercy's mage hand shoves like five peppermints <laughs> into the dog's mouth. It just like like a hamster. It just kind of. Sits with them because Dustbud <laughs> doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to eat unless he's convinced. I like smush his face around 
Is this how you... And after a while, he, sh- he kind of gets it. It's good, right? They start to one by one disappear. Has he changed colors yet? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea. Takes a while to start down here, who knows? Well, he's doing his best. Gotta give him a while. He says, looking at <laughs> I was expecting something to happen. Just, you know, it's more of a dog training is more of an art than a, than a science. Sometimes you really have to shake it and let it, let it percolate. <laughs> Forever, <laughs> it takes. <laughs> Poor thing. Can't shake him more than once, though. He'd be upset. She is not poisoned. He does not change color. Oh. All of that, all of that suspense for nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> we into, a, into the face. Just like again and again. Like, it should be working. Like. In fact, Vasily doesn't even react to sm- Spud being smushed in her face. Her eyes remain open. Her skin remains uh, waxy and pale. More so than usual. Well, it could be a lost cause. I may have to leave the body. No. I'm very worried because usually when I smoosh animals on Fasili's face, she gets very upset with me and asks me to stop. I mean, she's still breathing. So, I don't know, maybe she just got... I don't think she's dead. No, maybe she just got the, Fergies, the wind knocked out of her or something. Fergies, we need you to carry Vasily. Constantina can't do it because she's holding me because it's Yaki. This is no, Vargas, no life. You got a call. And as soon as you answer it, I would like for you to roll me stealth real quick. 13. All right. Uh, If anybody wants to see where Vargas went, then they may roll against that 13 for perception. I don't think I'm really looking. I just don't care enough about Vargas. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does. It's fine. (laughs) All of you, uh, anybody who gets above that 13 does notice that Vargas has gone off and is pulling a stone from his bag. Vargas, you take this call and you hear that familiar voice on the other end. Vargas, my boy. That was not a good time. I'm trapped in a pit. There's silence for a moment and then, is this call secure? Uh, Do I notice others noticing... Be honest, uh, Mercy's probably like Vargis. Hey, hey, Vargis. No, she's not. I was calling for you. Can you help pick up Fossily? I'll call back another time. I'll just tell him I got it, though. Guard your mind, son. I'll do my best. And then I just think of I don't know women's panties or something. <laughs> what do what do disgusting men think about? I don't know. Hashtag men. Pick something, yeah. <laughs> Men's rights, I guess. I've been wearing my, like, <laughs> men have made a lot of bad art. <laughs> they think of bad art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the call drops. That was weird, Vardkis. What would you all like to do? Indra, you have gone forward into this hallway following a voice that beckons you. Did you see Indra? Where does it lead? How far, how long is this hallway? Can I see the end of it? You don't see the end of it. But you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. It just keeps extending? Mm-hmm. Ahead of you further and further. Do I feel my, like I'm being drawn that way? Mm-hmm. You can feel it tug at your mind. Then I will continue 
moving forward. I'm hungry. Bring it to me. I hate being a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Who really waitresses because it's their dream? Um, I will. I will turn back around and head back to the others. And you come, I guess, walk in on us, like, rubbing spud on Vasily's face. This is not what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) I will go up to them and just say, uh, is everybody okay? What happened? I don't know. The floor just fell out from under us. And I'll point at at Vasily and like, what about that one? She's freezing, but she won't wake up, and I'm very worried, and... Putting this dog on her is not helping. It's not helping. It's not. What lot you? Well, uh, we have to get out of here. There's no other way, but there's... Uh, I'll point down to that to the opening. We can try that way, I guess. Um, am I strong enough to carry Vasily? I don't know how strong I am. You're you're probably pretty strong. You're, you're big, tough oh, fighter hey, lady. I actually am. Okay, I was... Seems trustworthy. I'm not used to playing like hitting characters. I usually play like mages and stuff, so I'm not used oh, to being heck yeah. <laughs> you got you got them muscles. Yeah, you could carry Vasily, and as you pick her up, you realize that you've seen something like this before. This not quite catatonic, but her mind is elsewhere. I will just sort of fireman carry her and just nice. back in the others. Let's get out of here. I'm going to um Take Vasily's bag. Make sure that we have her all of her stuff back from that we took out of her bag when we were cleaning it. Yeah, we've reorganized her entire yes. bag. <laughs> She'll never find anything. Ever <laughs> no, probably not. My headset was broken oh, yeah. that whole time, so I can't wait to listen to this bag. <laughs> um, yeah, we um, were well. We were look for context. We were looking for like potions or something to give her, um, but then we oh, cleaned okay. it while we were in there. <laughs> <laughs> We helped. So, would you all like to go down this hallway? Lazarus um, is going to take out one of his, his regulation issued lantern. Uh, one of those bullseye things with the... You know, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Um, he's going to light his lantern of revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, with a little tinderbox. It takes him a few seconds because it's hilariously damp down here and everything he owns is covered in nonsense. So... He's going to light this lantern revealing and kind of set it up so that it's beaming out in front of him to maybe, I think it's um, 30 feet. Um, it lights yeah, sort of a greenish color um, and again a cone in front of the lantern and in theory it reveals invisible things as well, just in case there's anything nasty lurking ahead. Nice. That is something that will come in handy. Oh no. I won't tell you why. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, you, you, don't, you don't want it to come in handy? I mean, you just want a fancy lantern? I did, but now, I, now you've said it, I regret my choice. <laughs> Welcome to friendship with me. Oh no. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> Trundle forth. Walking down this uh, hallway is much smoother than it was at first, Indra. You have a feeling that the, the hallway was extending, trying to buy you time before this box, this present, this gift, this meal could be delivered to the guardian. And all the while, it whispers in your head, I'm hungry, Indra. You've done so well. Bring it to me. That power will be yours. I would like, 
as everybody walks down this hallway, ripe with the fetid stench of decaying flesh and fish, as the walls and the darkness and the damp press in on you, whispers begin to press in on you as well. Please make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, if you're traveling near Lazarus, you get a, uh, a plus three to your save if you're walking close okay. by. Great, that's a six for me. Fourteen. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, four- Fourteen. Do we still do the whole, like, critical fail thing, or, like, <laughs> do I get something special because I'm a special boy? You certainly get something special. I'm a special boy? Anybody who got less than 17. <laughs> you're now being, you're being surrounded by whispers of people that you have personally let down. Cool. Cool. This is my worst nightmare. The whole anxiety. What did you say? What did they say? Um, goodness. I don't know who, I guess this is based off of what's going on in Mercy's head, right? So it's who she thinks who you think you let down. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. As uh, I know a lot of people are very judgmental of Mercy's practices, but Mm -hmm. she actually grew up in a really loving family of everyone just doing ritual sacrifices together. Maybe her mom and dad, um, the Albrechts, don't think she's quite as devout. They're always asking her when she she went off to school, when she went off on her adventures – um, whether she was still keeping up with her sacrifices, and why hasn't she been home in so long? Why haven't you been home in so long? Mercy hasn't been home in so long. Sorry, Celeste, I'm uh, really Because hungry. she died on the shores of Lamordia. What are you doing back? Why aren't you in Death's Army? Because someone, Dr. Victor Mordenheim, chose to bring her back and grew a new body from what was left of what was dashed on the shores and then put her consciousness in it. And she doesn't know if she's undead or not. Undead. How disappointing. How shameful for your parents. You can't go home because then they might, they might know, or maybe they would sense it on me and then they would have to, (laughs) they would have to, Put me in a circle and stab me and and Vargas, the people that you've let down. How many voices are there? Oh boy, it's the whole gospel chorus. Who's the loudest? Mm, mommy dearest. What does mom say? Oh, what doesn't she say? It's everything, what, isn't it? What haven't I done wrong? My existence is wrong. You have sisters, don't you, Vargas? I do. I have three perfect sisters, perfect in every way. Beautiful. Servant of loss. But not me. Pure blood sisters, too. Where's your father's voice? Well, I guess you can't really be disappointed in somebody if you've never met them. Maybe for the best. What does she say his voice is? Oh, he would think you were a horrible, wretched thing. It's a horrible thing. You would be so embarrassed, so absolutely embarrassed to have some sort of half-breed monster to carry his name around. That's why you 
That's why one becomes so good at keeping secrets when they are a secret. I think she is the loudest. Oh yeah, she is. But not as loud as the silence. Silence is deafening. I'm, I would almost take the harpy-like screeching of dear, dear mother. Anything to drown out the silence. Lazarus, what'd you get? Lazarus has disappointed a long, long list of people with him. It's more a question of chronologically or basically, really. But what do you sort these things in? Lazarus is one of those triers who he's not really good at anything, so he gets up every day and he continually fails at the things he tries to do. And his most winning feature is the fact that he remembers to wake up the next day and try again. Um, lots of people, lots of crimes he has almost solved but fails. Place he's arrived just about ten minutes too late once the knife's already in someone's back. <laughs> um, there's a long list of crimes, solved and unsolved, that he just hasn't quite managed to get there in time or solve it quite so his current state is a result of many 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 years of not quite good enough <laughs> and you can kind of hear these litany of cases just over, over and over again as the case file slams down and it's kind of struck off and the case file slams down and it's struck off and the case file slams down <laughs> and it's shredded um, and he can just he's replaying all those in his mind as it's going and maybe the lantern's getting a little weaker and the light spell's flickering a little. <laughs> you hear the slam, 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 incessant file after file after file, failure after failure after failure. But it's the eyes of the survivors that does not leave you in this tunnel. That watch you as you walk past, as you whisper to pirates as you prioritize some cases over others, as you cut up corpses and dump them into the sea. Lazarus' life is one long string of compromises, one after the other, until this far down he doesn't really know at that point what he was compromising for in the first place. So he, has, he tries to ignore it by cutting up more corpses and only seems to add to the, add to the problem. And the more cases you hide, the more they build up, the more the secrets turn into, you know, full-on lies, which turn into more problems. And what can you do? What is goodness anymore? He's kind of lost perspective on it. Um, and as he's walking along, thinking about this, the lights, but it's slowly fading down to a twinkle. It's more of a glimmer at this point. The badge almost looks a bit tarnished. Indra, how did you do? <laughs> I did a six. You want to tell me about that? Um, I think right now Indra is listening to a chorus of the voices of her people, of her clan, all kind of shouting at her at the same time that she brought this upon them. That it's her fault that they have, uh, that she's brought this misfortune upon them. And then she is sort of weakly whispering her mind back that she's trying to fix it. Do you think that you could have won without the deal? Constantina, you did rather well, didn't you? Okay, 17 exactly. <laughs> How can you tell that your companions are struggling as you walk down this narrow tunnel? This tunnel that doesn't seem to bother you at all. Uh, well, we were walking at a fairly brisk pace. And I noticed that I continued to keep, I continued to walk at the same pace. And I noticed that everyone around me is kind of walking a little slower and they feel Mercy like 
grabbing onto me very tightly all of a sudden. I'm still piggyback. Um, I, like, reach up and, like, tap Mercy on her hand. Hey, are you okay? <gasps> oh, hey, what's, what's, what's wrong? What's, hey, something happening? I, you changed, and I'm still your friend, and if I were different, you would want to be my friend too, oh, right? Of course, what happened? Did something... How do you... How do you know that you are still Constantina, even though you are a ver jackal now? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's still so recent that I'm still t- trying to figure that out, like, where I am in all of that. But, I mean, I don't know. I I've always feel like I've had a strong sense of self, so I try to always, you know, come back to my core values, and I'm sure you would do the same. What's, what, what's happening? Is something... I feel like we've experienced something like this before. Something in your head. I, oh, I just, I, I just, I feel like I can hear my, my family and how much I've disappointed them. Oh, look, I'm sure it's not. I'm like, I'm like kind of pulling. I'm like reverse hugging you. <laughs> like, um, I'm look. I'm, I'm sure it's okay. I have a feeling though that something is trying to put some thoughts into her head. I feel like do you notice everyone is very quiet all of a sudden? Uh, uh, Vargas, you doing okay over there? And I'm like kind of like reaching, reaching for Vargas, like to like tap him on the arm. Don't know how far you are away from me. Um, he'll try and play it off like nothing is wrong. Maybe it's just me. I don't have a strong sense of self like you do. My entire existence is no, not look, it's <laughs> Hey, look, I only say this because I have I was trained on how to, like, you know, poke into people's minds and make them feel weak. And it made me, I never liked to do that. It made me feel icky. But? Yeah, when I was in the matchbook menagerie, they, one of our, like, you know, trainings was about how to, you know, manipulate people's minds and... I don't know. I just, I recognize this when it happens and I don't, so don't, don't think that this is real. This isn't, it's just something that here is preying on us. We're in, I don't know. We just need to be on high alert, but you are a strong person. I know that. Thank you, Constantina. And I blow my nose in your hair. Well, I'm just going to pretend that's, um, you know, this like slimy atmosphere. (laughs) Don't think too much about that. The walls walls begin to shiver and heave a little as they rearrange into another hallway. Oh, it's more, it's more manipulation of our minds. Exactly. So uh, we need to um, try to, I don't really know how to like guard ourselves against it, but just, I don't know, maybe keep that in mind if you start to feel weird again. And you can hold, just hold on to me and just hold on tight and um, we'll get through this, I promise. We just need to try to find a way out of here so it doesn't look like there's that like kind of area that indra was leading us to are we still heading it sounds like the tunnels have shifted so are we now heading in a different the tunnels are shifting but the hallway has only one direction sometimes it'll curve sometimes it'll corner but there are no branches can anybody tell if we're heading up hmm Anybody could give me a, a survival check. Nope. At a six. Oh, I'm surprisingly good at survival. Indra, you would do that with advantage. Uh, I got... Not that. I'm rolling a lot of threes a day, but advantage, I have... Ripperoni. 20. You got a 16. 
Anybody higher than a 15 would notice that the floor is slowly, subtly sloping down. Um, I will take note of this and say, I think we are going the wrong way. There's a puff of hot air from the end of the tunnel. No. Say that out loud. No. Carries with it the stench of decayed meat. No. Is something wrong right now? Yes. Atlas, don't, don't brush it. You. Y'all could have jumped out at any time when my Mac mic was not working. <laughs> we made it out as a creature. Everything's great now. <laughs> Bye. You, you, made this, you made this choice. The hallway opens into a circular chamber about 40 feet in diameter. Arranged in a semicircle are stools and chairs. At the end, there's a large fish-like shape hanging in the air in an alcove. And as you enter the hearth of this place, get into the sort of, mm, not quite a doorway, before you cross the threshold, whoever is in front can see multiple humanoid forms. There is a low chanting. Is this um, weird? Is this also uh, mental manipulation? Mercy, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not sure why you can't hear me. Um, can you hear me now? There you are. I think I just need to be really close to the mic. Um, Mercy asks, is this also mental manipulation, Constantina? Mm, I don't think so. Something feels very weird here. But it might not be a bad idea to um, try to close off your mind to anything. I don't know. Okay. Mercy just kind of puts her yeah, hands you by go. her ears. <laughs> yeah, you could like bury yourself in my hair. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> All right. There are about 30 figures in this room, and the candlelight flickers low as their voices raise in ululation. It's hard to make out what language they're chanting in. Is this normal? What is this? And I'll look at Indra and Lazarus. Do I do, do I recognize any of these people? You have a you have a suspicion that this is the Guardian's followers. Have I encountered any of them before? Only the leader. And do I see the leader? <laughs> he is leading the congregation from the pulpit. Then I will. Just kind of shrug and look confused, but I will continue forward. Okay. Um, Indra, do you know what this is? Are we? I feel like this is like some sort of church thing, but uh, who do we really be gathering here? I don't know, but there was no other way out. That's that's true. Shall we just keep? Do we just pass through? We can go up and uh, maybe ask them how to get out. <laughs> okay, how believable is this? There are dark people chanting in a secret spooky cellar. Like, this does not seem legit. Thanks, <laughs> normal. Sorry, passing through. Yeah. 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 Where's the bathroom? Hope you don't mind. We're just stepped into your murder basement. It uh, seems like the, you got this under control. The detective instincts kick in. I think that she has a murder basement. <laughs> well, at this point. Yeah, this is the, this is the line. Um, he's like, wait a minute. Something might be wrong. 
Um, how believable is, is this? Do we need to make any checks or anything? Or can't we establish that the spooky murder basement is clearly evil? Uh, I, I will say that you can probably establish that the spooky murder va- basement is more threatening and evil than most of the styes, but you are free to roll me an insight check to dis- to, to determine how evil. Let's do it with my legendary detective acumen. <laughs> Well known. I mean, you asked for this check. Uh, I had to check. Oh no! Oh, it's a it's a nine, so it's probably Can fine. Can I help with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, Constantina, Lazarus, you're right. CC is a little strange. Usually, you want to do your sacrifices on the roof, and then the rain helps wash the blood away. I wouldn't say this is uncharacteristic of the neighborhood. We're just a few locals, neighborhood watch, that kind of thing, keeping an eye on the. Goings on. Murder basements are very common uh, in this part of town. You know, they're good installations. They they raise house property values by you know at least twenty percent. No, I wouldn't worry too much. I just you know let's go. Interest probably right. Let's go and ask. Can't for directions. They look friendly. What everyone else get? Oh, for what? For insight. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anybody yeah. else wanted to, <laughs> I love insight. I, my passive wisdom. In, my passive <laughs> insight is eighteen, but I will roll anyway. Oh, okay, yeah, this seems super okay. evil, Constantine. <laughs> Somebody help me! <laughs> I'm at the point where I just don't want to know how evil, I just know everything is evil. Mercy thinks this is normal. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Constantina and 18 is enough to tell you that you're actually recognizing several of the uh, art pieces that are scrawled on the walls from the murder site. Um, some of this very similar artistic inspiration. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to start kind of stepping backwards a little bit with Mercy on my back still. Um, I think we should way. go back the other way because it's not very nice to like interrupt, you know, a ritual or like some sort of ceremony, you know. So like maybe I think I don't know. I just this doesn't feel right to me, and that would be impolite. That's true. Yeah, it's rude. rude. So let's, let's like go back before they see us. Um, I, th- I think we can find another way out. I just, I don't have very good feelings about this. Start moonwalking. Vargas. Right. <laughs> yeah, Vargas, what would you like to do? I just want to leave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to go back somewhere else. I'd rather go back to Darkon, frankly. <laughs> Anybody who tries to leave and failed their wisdom save, the hallway seems to be shortening behind you. A wall coming closer. And you can feel this otherworldly dread at the thought of leaving. At the thought of disappointing those people further. Constantina, stop! No, stop! It doesn't feel I think that what was happening to you earlier is happening again. This place is not... We have to get out of here. No, the hallway's little now. It's going to squish us! Can I (laughs) continue to go into the hallway with mercy on me? Just trust me. Do do you trust me? It's okay if you say no, but maybe just say yes for now. Mercy's... Mercy's just whining. And Who then she's like, wants to roll sure. perception? I will. I'll let other people go. I got a 20! God, that's so bad. Ooh. 11. 20! 20. Oh. Lazarus, you did it. I did it! Argus, are you rolling yes. perception? Yes, I also got a dirty 20. Awesome! That's so what great! Um, this is a natural 20. I just don't have any. Yay! Net twenty. Awesome. That's enough to tell you everybody 
um, that notice so far. Uh, it was it was not a super high perception. These thirty cultists have turned and are watching you start to leave. And there's a figure at the front, the waxy pale complexion. His mouth is scarred, but slimy. Anybody with a 20 perception can see the trail of maggots that are crawling between the holes in his lips, dribbling down his chin and neck. And he slam one, two, three on the pulpit. Dinner for the guardian? Sister, what have you brought us? What? <laughs> I will step forward with Vasily. And is there like an altar or anything? Or is it just him standing? There the is an altar behind the pulpit, but it's a very, it's a strange altar for somebody, for even, even somebody from your culture, this shark with numerous humanoid heads sewn onto it. So even I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling rooted out. This is a mistake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will just sort of step forward until I'm in front of the, the leader. Uh, and I will just lay Vasily on the ground in front. But no! And just sort of take a couple steps back. Mercy's gonna thrash until she falls off of Constantina. And she's gonna run over to Vasily's body. Oh, no. The leader of the cultists has drawn a long, curved dagger. Can I cast hold person on them? Yes. I will allow that. What do I have to roll to resist? Um, a wisdom... See me throw. Whoop, he gets a plus two. Thirteen. They have to get a fifteen, so. Mm. My heart's like pounding. <laughs> His body freezes, dagger held high. And Indra, you can hear a whisper in the back of your mind. Strike now. I will give you power. Ooh. Indra, you are at a crossroads. Be loyal to your current companions, or do what you must to ensure the help of your clan. Her courage is failing her completely. And she sort of shrinks back and kind of falls to her knees and starts to sob and basically just kind of falls apart there, but does not strike. Indra, you feel a lash of anger in the back of your mind. Fine. You will go first. The deal is broken. You've chosen your side. Let's roll initiative. Now, Oliver and Silani, we do a popcorn initiative, which means that the person who rolls the highest is going to be the person who goes first. They will determine the next person in line and so on and so forth. If the bad guys are left to go last. They will choose themselves at the beginning of the next round and effectively go twice. <laughs> cool. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I got a nine, too. by the way. At a 23. Yay. Okay. My initiative roll, dexterity. I got a 17. And then one for the cultists. <laughs> They got a three, so who got higher than a 17? 
22. Okay, who got higher than a 22? 23. Oh, sorry, Mercy, I can't hear you. Oh, um, a 23? I can't get any closer to the mic. I'm sorry, dear. Oh, gosh, what did I... Wow, so I guess I didn't need that spell. That's nice. All right, here we go. So, Mercy, you will start this initiative process. Okay, so we haven't had a rest. So I only have first level spell slots. I have two first level spell slots. <laughs> um, so uh, Mercy is going to, she's like spread herself in front of Vasily's body. She's like glaring at Indra like, yeah, tr try to come stab my friend. And she looks at the person with like that curved blade and she's going to summon uh, as much strength as she can. Um, and I am going to, as a bonus action, convert sorcery points into a third level spell slot. Five of those. Um, and then, then she, uh, you see that, like, she's, like, clutching her gauntlet, and she keeps, like, clutching and unclutching it, and finally she gets, like, a little bit of a spark, and she rubs her hands together, um, and she holds it out towards the person who's about to stab Vasily, and she's just gonna glare and shout, bang, and make a big red lightning bolt show up. Okay. Uh, hopefully, like, hit a few people. Absolutely. Um, they will need to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. So this this room is about 40 in diameter. Um, Mr. Dory, the leader of this cult, is immediately beside you. There are 30 cultists in this room, um, all with commoner and cultist stats. How many can you hit with this lightning bolt? All of them. <laughs> They're not all standing within like five <laughs> feet, so. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could probably, if they're like all filling this room, mm -hmm. I feel like I could hit at least four, including the guy directly in front of me. Absolutely. So let's say, because this is a congregation set in a semicircle, there's 30 of them. We'll say there's three rows divided in half. So five, five. And back six rows total of five seats in each pew. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> nope. Okay. Are the front 10 drawing? feet is where you oh. are. The second okay. 10 feet, 20 feet mark, that's the first pew. 30 feet is the second row of pews. And 40 feet is the third row of pews. Those okay. are divided in half by a walkway. Okay. Pews are lines. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll say that within the first 20 feet, there are 11 people. Okay. How far does your lightning bolt extend? 100 feet. Mm. I didn't make that up. Does it, it really? 100 feet. Yeah. You know what? Okay. That's awesome. I, was, I thought it was said with the same like gusto as. <laughs> I was like, I hit everybody. Yeah. It, it was said with the same gusto as like. <laughs> <laughs> 420 feet 69 yeah. inches. 69 feet 20 inches I was like mm, yeah. are you sure now all right uh roll that damage see that yay so 11 plus 9 20 30 35 yeah I rolled yeah 
35, and then if they make their deck save, they take half. So 17 for half. Okay, so Mr. Dory does not make his death save. Or not death save. I was like, wow, that was easy. <laughs> I wish. I was like, well, this is over super fast. Okay, does not make his save. He takes, what, 35, did you say? Yes. Okay. These cultists, 20 of them did not make their deck saves. So they take 35, and 20 of these cultists begin smoking and shuddering. And... I need for you to describe how all of them die. All 20 of these cultists that were... Ooh, I feel like the lightning bolt extends from Mercy, but it's not like a bolt that, like, leaves her hand. It's like like in the sky when you see it, like, streaking across the whole sky. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a second, she's, like, almost glowing from the inside red, and her white eyes kind of flash with that red light. Um, And almost like a cartoon, you see, like, all of their skeletons uh, in the lightning bolt. Um, And... She's just kind of leaning protectively over Vasily, um, whose uh, hair gets little static electricities, but she's otherwise okay. Um, And she just has this ferocity protecting someone so important to her. Yeah, absolutely. There are 10 cultists left standing right now. Who are you popcorning to? I am going to popcorn over to Constantina. All right. I would like to cast Shatter um, on the... Well, it's in a 10-foot radius, so I would like to try to target like as many cultists in a 10-foot radius as possible. Um, and they have to make a constitution... I almost said Constantina saving throw? A constitution saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> a constitution saving like, throw. almost like, now. tumbled out like that. <laughs> All right. Five. Two of them got 19s. The other three got 10 or less. So they had to have a 15 to succeed, but they still take some damage. Okay. D8. And I'm casting this at level two. One and six and 11. Okay, so that is 11 points of thunder damage um, on the ones who failed and then uh, five for the ones who succeeded. What does this look like for those three who die? Um, Yeah. So I basically like kind of stretch my hands out and send this like um, kind of a sound boom is how I envision it. Um, And it envelops them and um, it kind of like makes them fall apart from inside. Like it, dismantles their skeletal structure as a this like thunder kind of shakes them um and then they just yeah, kind of like collapse good. so i don't know from the outside if much there's not much visible damage it's all like internal mm-hmm. yeah maybe some trickles from the corners of the eyes the nose uh the ears especially and then they just collapse into a heap uh their silly looking masks clatter onto the floor who would you like to popcorn to or did you have a bonus action or anything yes, you'd like to do? I would like, like to, do? to popcorn to... I'm going to go to them just to get them out of the way, the cultists. Um, but I would like to give Bardic Inspiration to uh, Vargas. 
and uh, that is my turn. Okay. There are seven cultists now left out of uh, 30. Starting to feel like I should have had more cultists. Even though, like, realistically, I just love when you guys just blow everything up. It's so great. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, what is it more fun than, like, blowing up a ton of cultists? Uh, Smooches and Ravenloft yeah. weddings. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're right. 100%. So, two of these cultists. Now, Mercy and Indra are up near the front, 40 feet away from the rest of the group, who I assume are still in the doorway. Is that correct? Yeah. The rest of the group? Yeah. Oh, perfect. So, two of these cultists are going to slash at Lazarus, taking their scimitars out, recognizing him as a police officer. I got a 15 and a 22. Definitely. My AC of 10 is not sufficient. (laughs) Okay. And you're going to take... You're going to take one slashing damage from one. Uh, and as you're, I assume, backing away from that, being like, whoop, no, uh, you back into five slashing damage from the other. Ow! That's really me rips the code. And that's the end of that. Rude. Two of them are going to slash at Vargas. Boop, boop, with their cinematars. I have a 14 and a 17. Oh, as you know, my AC is 420. We so. both know that's not the case anymore. <laughs> so how much they, they hit me for? It's going to be three slashing and then five Just slashing. Cool, cool, cool. So I get for talking shit? Yeah, yeah. Before you even said anything. And then the remaining three will attack Constantina. Seeing her as a source of considerable power that they need to stop otherwise their eyes are going to be bleeding as well two three constantina wow this is uh pretty pathetic they all three miss you constantina describe your amazing dodging i'm so suddenly very (laughs) (laughs) you you asked okay (laughs) that's what it looks like i'm just like i'm still holding my hands out from my um shatter and i'm just like i can tell that that they didn't like that very much so i just like quickly dodge out of the way you just hide behind the incredibly uh stabbable the cultists will uh press in closer to you all um getting within stabby stabby distance obviously and popcorn to mr dory what do I need to... Can I try to resist that whole person? Um, I think you are... Let me see. Hang on, I had chapter still open. And by I, I mean Mr. Dory. Obviously, I want you all to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to make my, my hunky Dory joke on stream. So, is, is Mr. Dory <laughs> hunky? <laughs> so, he's like, hunky Dory. Just give this to me. I think the the most desirable part of him is the maggots. You hate it. Um. So yes, <laughs> at the end this. of um, the end of its turns, a target can make another wisdom saving throw to break out of the paralysis. <laughs> okay, let's give it a shot, Mister Dory. What do you do? Uh, boop. So it gets plus two to wisdom. Thirteen. He's still paralyzed. 
All right, Mr. Dory will, uh, his eyes will dart fearfully as he rapidly loses control of the situation, which is really too bad because he's got some great spells. Uh, I will popcorn to Lazarus. How far is um, Lazarus away from Mr. Dory, would you say? That's Probably the, 40 feet. The crow flies, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <Sure. laughs> um, in which case, um, Lazarus is going to um, cast a spell as his bonus action, um, casting his Misty Step um, to move 30 feet um, towards uh, Mr. Dory, ideally placing himself so that he can walk the remaining 10 feet. Um, when he uses the Misty Step, he just kind of disappears with a flutter like bird wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then reappears about 30 feet closer to where he needs to be, uh, leaving the beleaguered cultist behind him, leaving a rather torn coat, and he's kind of looking at it as if this is unacceptable, I have to fix this. He'll get charged for this. <laughs> um, you know, they don't... Who's going to pay for They don't this? provide these for free, you know. You have to get them all launched yourself. Um, and he kind of, um, he's rather purposefully, gets out his, um, his truncheon. He carries a club with him. Because, you know... Got to try and arrest people, not kill them. Um, and sets about uh, attempting to thwack Mr. Dory over the head with this truncheon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A uh, held person is incapacitated, correct? Uh, I forget. Is it... Is it, is it, is it, is it I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually. <laughs> um, I mean, it's paralysis. So, hang on. I didn't have everything open because I was trying not to type. Um, yes, incapacitated. It's correct. Okay. All right, so... Uh, is that advantage? Uh, it is, yeah. Attack rolls against parallel which is advantage. Uh, Nito Cheeto, go for it. Yay. Attacking with a club. With a friendly club. I believe in you. Oh, well, that's not great. Good thing we have advantage, because that sounds ugly. <laughs> Could be interesting. Uh, so, 16. <laughs> Why can't you hit him? Like, what's what stops you from being able to? I think he feels bad. Um, is this not an automatic success for him being held? Um, or is it just advantage? It's just advantage. Um, he does oh, have an extra okay. attack, so I may make another one if this fails. Yeah. But he kind of hesitates the first time. He kind of goes up to him like, oh, is that is this fair? Is this, is this legal? Is this legal? Now, you recognize Mr. Dory as being on the town council oh, for this time. Oh, no, this is definitely not legal. Corruption, nepotism is rampant. Um, so he kind of head, he does hesitate as he comes to and gets it. Oh, oh, I know him. Yes, there, the there could be consequences. And then he, he goes, no, no, we, we gotta, we gotta take him for questioning. And he, he tries again, see if his courage yeah. fails him. Go for <laughs> it, deadly do right. You can do this. You can do this, like this. <laughs> oh no, that could be a good cop. This is not going well. Mm. Uh, what's that? Class. Oh god, no. It's terrible. It's 14 this time. It's even less. He just, he can't bring it. Yeah. He can't bring himself to do it. He just keeps looking at yeah, him. Yeah, for whatever reason, those whispers are getting so loud in your mind. The consequences. <laughs> yeah. He's suddenly paralyzed by the consequences. Are there any, or I guess, was Misty stuck by bonus action? Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, Misty's bonus action, that's his main action. I think he's taking his move. So no, he's, um... He's just standing there with this truncheon being like, oh no, I'm going to have to kill a council member. And he just is... This is, yeah. this is, another, this is the new low for him. <laughs> Lazarus's worst nightmare. This can't. is a situation. This is a entire predicament, is what it is. 
It is. It is a conundrum. Oh, blue. So, yeah, he's stuck. Who would you like to popcorn to? Who's left? Who haven't we done? Indra and Vargas have not gone um, this round. I'm going to go with Indra because I feel like I want to find out how, whether she stops crying or not, and that would contains me. You're a monster. <laughs> I know. Indra. So, um, I think that seeing in particular Mercy rip through those cultists with that amazing, amazingly powerful lightning bolt kind of inspires a tiny shred of courage in her. And so she's going to still cry, but sort of desperately lash out. Am I within um, five feet of any of the, uh, uh, oh my God, Dory. (laughs) Yeah. You're definitely within five feet of Mr. Dory. Um, then uh, she's going to kind of just desperately lash out with her rapier okay. um, at Hunky Dory. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a thing now. It's a whole thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Ooh, that actually rolled good on that one. Uh, that will be a 27. Yeah. All right. And what do we got here? Dice, where are my- you're, you're doing good, Lazarus. You're- I just want to succeed at something. <laughs> I know, babe. I know. That is um, 14 piercing. Uh. Um, and then I believe I get a second attack. Oh, I don't usually hit things. Extra attack, yes. Okay, so she's going to strike out again. Nat 20. I got the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the way that I do nat 20s is one is maxed out, and then you roll the other one. Okay. so Because um, it it, it kind of sucks to roll like a one on damage for a nat 20. Like, this is epic damage, yeah. so. <laughs> Here's a one. All right, so then um, one will be eight plus 20. Nice. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Okay, so let me. Okay, then. Okay. Ooh, Lord. Y'all doing good. All right. Anything else you want to do, darling? Um, that is it. Nope. She's just desperately just lashing out. Um, yep. That's it. Very nice. Who would you like to? Oh, you're going to popcorn to Vargas? Yes. Vargas. Okay, it's my turn. How many are left? There oh. are seven cultists. Seven. Okay. And then Mr. Dory. Um, I'm going to try and get rid of the cultists. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Heck yeah. So that's a 14. Mm-hmm. Or wait. Yeah, 14. Yeah. Okay, so that hits. Um, So that is 1d10. So that is 4 for the first one. And then 9 for the second one. Vargas. Two of those cultists die. And as you shoot them with your eldritch blasts, you feel a warmth, a tingle, like a hum in your very bones as that box in your bag throbs against the leather in the book that you've hidden it. You gain four plus nine hit points. Ooh. Okay. So that's 13. Wait, uh... So does it heal me for 13, or I just it get... It heals you. Okay. Heal you. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Anything else you'd like to do, Vargas? Move? Anything? Um, you have bonus action? 
Uh, no, because I yeeted my only weapon into a forest, so... (laughs) (laughs) I would make fun of you, but I've done the exact same thing. Um, (laughs) Who would you like to tag for the top of the next round? Um, let's go with... Like, how are we... Uh, Vasily's unconscious. Yeah, Vasily's not doing great. Um... Let's go with... I'm going to go ahead and tag Constantina in, because she, she gave me a part of consideration that one time, even though I'm mean to her all the time. That's so. true. I'm very nice. And <laughs> so I would um, like to... Um, and also very humble. Um, I would like to cast um, Shatter again on the remaining cultists. Okay. There are five so left. if they are within a 10 feet, 10 foot radius, whoever's in that 10 foot radius is what I'm targeting. They are all in that 10-foot right. radius. Um, so all right. What's the, what's the number 15. to be? Con 15. And one, two, three, four, five. Ooh. Okay. Two succeed. Three die. Talk about that. Oh, like? <laughs> like, honestly, whatever you roll is probably going to kill them. You can roll it if you um, want. I rolled a 14, or 14 damage. So um, okay. that means... The ones who um, <laughs> the ones who succeeded still take seven points. Okay. Yeah, the ones who succeeded they are they are coughing up blood and limping, but they still are. They have their scimitars out. They look ready to fight All to right. the death. For the ones who die, um, similar effect. I just like kind of like hold my hands out, almost like gonna like like I'm pushing something, and I just push this sound, this ringing noise, like toward them, um, and they just like kind of collapse like crumble each of them they they clutch the sides of their heads and just collapse um and i would like to give a bardic inspiration to give it to lazarus yeah (laughs) (laughs) so tragic um and i will popcorn i'll popcorn to the remaining cultists okay so those five remaining cultists, they're going to converge upon you and Vargas, since Lazarus is now on the other side of the room. Three are going to attack Vargas, two are going to attack you. Uh, they're not as brave as they were last time. Three for Vargas. At a 17, an 11, and a 21, Vargas. So two hit. All right, you're going to- So I have major armor on this time. You're going to take 10 total slashing damage from those- uh. And then one, two for Ms. Constantina. I got a 17 and an eight. Uh, 17 hits. And you're going to take five slashing damage. All right. And then those cultists are going to try and popcorn to Mr. Dory again. Let's try for that wisdom save. Okay, so 15 plus... Oh, no. Plus two. Yeah, so he, 17. he's able to break out of it. Oh, heck yeah. Is that an entire action to break I out of it? I believe so. It's like at the end of his turn, he has a chance to do that. So if he's not able to do anything else. Okay, then yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mercy and Lazarus, you both see him flex his fingers and raise that knife again. That is it. He will popcorn to... I think he's going to popcorn to Vargas. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and take a shot at our hunky-dory here with uh, Eldritch Blast again. Okay, we just... Does not hit. Does not hit. 
Okay. The box in your bag thrums. Sorry, I'm a metagaming raven. <laughs> yes. No, that's fine. Uh, 18. 18 does hit. Yay! Okay. That's 1d10. That's not a d10. I'm like, why is there an 11 on this guy? <laughs> there you go. Okay, 6. And 4. So 10 total. 10 total as this Eldritch Blast flashes into the back of his skull and lights him up. And that bag thrums again and gives you 10 more hit points. I can't believe Vargas is being rewarded for stealing and lying to all of us. Hmm? Let's see. Uh, Let me... I'll go ahead and popcorn to Mercy. Okay. Okay. Um, Mercy sees Hunky Dory snap back to his senses and her gauntlet is still has like lightning going all up and down it from the lightning bolt um so she's just gonna look at that look at him really fast and like lunge forward Mm -hmm. um and like press the fingers of her gauntlet into his chest uh quickening a shocking grasp okay go ahead um an unnatural 20 oh yeah absolutely hits um all right and then it is Uh, dealing 10 lightning damage. Okay. Um, he also is not able to take reactions. Um, um, so because she quickened it, that was a bonus action. Um, as she was lunging forward with her gauntlet, she was grabbing the athame at her side with her other hand. Um, and she's going to try to stab him with her skull athame. Okay. All right, I'm not good at hitting stuff. So just like normal. So I believe in you. Okay, hold on. Uh, it's an 18 plus 7. You do hit. I'm really good at hitting stuff. 25. You you are somehow the most effective battle sorcerer ever. <laughs> yes, I got top damage. 4 plus 4 for 8 magical dagger damage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly painful. Uh he staggers back is there yeah um do you slash or do you stab i'm gonna stab okay as you stab you can feel something try to suck the blade into his body ah no I, i take my knife back okay as you pull that knife out of his skin a Flood of maggots also come out. <gasps> Ew! And then I grab Vasily because he can't take reactions and I try to drag her body away. Okay. I can do half my movement yeah. dragging her, so yeah. 15 feet. Okay. Oh, and then I will popcorn to Indra. Okay. Um, uh, oh, question. Mm-hmm. So these special abilities that Indra has, are they still in effect now that the deal is broken? No. Um, then she is going well to- I mean you can th- I thought that you were asking if they're gone no you still have access to those okay. abilities um, so is, it within, is anyone within five feet right now of uh, Dory Mercy and Lazarus are well Lazarus is within five feet those are specific to you okay because of your clan cool then uh, I will attack hunky Dory and I have advantage on the attack roll all right go for it blood in the water another not 20 yes. yeah do it max out one of those die yes. right. beep, beep, beep. 
Oh, where's my where's my I love it when you do dabs. Oh, there it is. So <laughs> what? I love it when you do dabs. It's really cute. <laughs> like I'm doing it. Is the deal proud? <laughs> I can math. I can't. Twenty two. There you go. Oh my gosh. Damage or attack? Uh, damage. damage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I get a second attack. And does it apply to both attacks? The um, uh, Sekola Shiver. It just says I have advantage on attack rolls against a creature if one of my allies is within five feet. I'll say it applies on both attacks because that's almost exactly how I got it from the actual rules. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. That one may not hit. Let's see. 18? You are blessed by Sekola today. It hits. That will be 14 piercing damage. Oh my gosh. All right. And he staggers to one knee. And that is it for my turn. All right. Who would you like to popcorn to? Um, I'm a popcorn. Actually, Lazarus is the only one who hasn't gone this round. Oh, no. <laughs> Another opportunity Lazarus. for failure. It's all up to you. <laughs> it all depends on you, Lazarus. Uh, no, he's, 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 still, he's, still, he's still worrying about this. He's gone over it in his head, and he's pretty sure there's no license for this kind of thing. Uh, it's not. You can't actually... You know, legitimately get away with another grand murder cult. It's not, mm-hmm. and he has double checked this. He's pretty sure that he's in the right at this point. Mm-hmm. Not a hundred percent, but he's kind of on it. Um. So, unless he's dragging away, um, Vasily's body is that right away from the zone of maggots and people with knives? And Mister Dora is the only. Is he the only one? That there are there are a few cults back still. There are five cultists behind you with Vargas at the door and uh, Constantina. And then Indra is up there with you. Mercy is up there with you. Well, Ladris is going to get his um, get his notepad out he gets for making <laughs> citations and leaving tickets. It's very important. Um, and as he walks towards um, Mrs. Dory, um, his eyes going to light up uh, with a sudden flame. Um, the shadow behind him that's cast by his light spell is going to reveal two shadowy wings on the ground behind him. <laughs> um, that kind of what? spread outwards, not visibly from his shoulders, but on in from his shadow. And he goes, uh-huh. Miss Dory, it says, it would be better if you came with us quietly. <laughs> we have some questions. Okay. And he's gonna, he's, he's walking towards him. He thinks it's over. Miss Dory's on his knees. Miss Dory's a reasonable person, surely, even with all the maggots. He'll, he'll come quietly. Okay. Is this a, a spell that you are casting on, Mr. Dory? No, just good old fashioned... <laughs> Why don't you be? Why don't, why don't you come with us? I didn't say he was a good detective. This is. I feel like we should clarify this. <laughs> he makes really bad choices at pivotal moments because he wants it to do the right so thing. It looks so impressive, though. Lazarus, would you like to spend inspiration to make it a little more compelling? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. He has a few tricks up his sleeve. Um, he has ways of make asking people to come quietly. And there's something in his tone of voice as he asks this question. Um, what is the saving throw? Saving throw is gonna be um, thirteen. Is the number of thrusts and stuff. So that's what we're gonna go with. You rolled an eighteen. I just never done anything right. <laughs> he tries. It's not though. Lazarus's fault. No, he tries to do the right thing. You know, you've got to give yeah, everyone as many Mr. chances. Mister Dory, as you can. Uh, in his in his pained throes, swats your citation book. Oh no. He can't get a, he gets charged for these things. Does nobody understand this? <laughs> can't believe this. He's that's a ticket for sure. Sometimes you just have to kill people. 
Is there anything else you'd like to do, Lazarus? Um, he looks a little crestfallen, honestly, because he was hoping in his half-hearts that, you know, he might he might make this easy. So you're going to stand over him with these glowing eyes and these wings, and he's clearly re- reaching for something a bit more lethal than a truncheon, but that is the, that is the end of his turn. Okay. All right, who would you like to popcorn to for the beginning of the next round? Ooh. We're going to go about five minutes over because uh, oh, yeah. my mic is ridiculous. That sounds fair. Um, let's give, um, let's go to Mr. Dory. I want to see what he's going to do now that he has a chance to, you know, do Mr. Stuff. Dory is going to cast a spell. Oh no, that was a bad choice, but I did this for. He is going to, actually, he's going to glare at you, Lazarus. He's going to turn a baleful eye toward you, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh no. I'm quite bad at Constantine. <laughs> you will, you will do just fine. <laughs> you do have part of inspiration. Um, uh, he, oh, great! Thank you. How much is that? That D eight. This is not. This is, this is not good for him. Um, How are you doing? A twelve. Okay, a twelve. Okay. Now I know you are an Asmar, so you will be resistant to part of this. Twenty-seven necrotic damage. That's going to be down to thirteen. Can do that. 27 poison damage. Do you take any of that as a paladin? Um, I do take poison damage normally, yeah. So that is 13, 41. How much poison was it? 27. 27. Okay. You will gain vulnerability to both necrotic and poison damage for one minute. That's pretty dark, yeah. And as this pain racks through your body, the walls shiver and shift and all of you hear the voice of the guardian. Mr. Dory cowers beneath the weight of this voice. And it says, Come down, bring me the box you'll leave alive. I think I should admit now that we do not have the box. <laughs> this is where we will end for tonight. Are you still there? You're sending help, right? They can find me and any survivors at talesfromthemiss.com, at MissTalesDnd on Twitter, or on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday night at 6pm Pacific Time. Help us, please.